Hello everybody, this is Victor here from Trend Following Trading for Beginners and here's my weekly update on my sample trading portfolio coming up next. So overall I think China and all the um, import all importing countries will benefit and like, like I said before if I, if I have the facility I will just save store it's very much like Washing liquid or toilet paper, people do need it. Your country do need it. Either you like it or not. Um, country need good oil, and especially those country that's not self-sufficient, and they have to buy from somewhere from outside. I mean, the cheapest, the long game is is just the best, you know. So that also benefit the aviation industry, and China has one of the um, well, the next coming big aviation industry, not just traveling. Uh, internally, but also charging externally as the Chinese middle class getting you know, stronger and bigger, so to speak. So uh, yeah, Sony or Sony Fair, the Chinese just basically uh, like all the other importing countries um, um, taking advantage of this uh, low cost uh, event, which doesn't happen often. We'll see how it goes. Um, the other fishy thing that happens is uh, to me it's very fishy. Is the UK and EU financial regulator telling the banks don't pay out dividends until I think at the end of October and don't do any buybacks and stuff. I think this probably will spread around the world. The, the main thing last time is the uh, back in 2008 when the uh, financial regulator bailed out banks. What happened to banks? They then uh, send those money around and then they paid the CEO big bonuses and dividends out came out. And that, that pisses many people off. Many, many people off. So this this one though so sort of like on the surface it's telling telling the world that, you know, uh, the financial regulator mean business this time, we gotta help those banks and services that require money, we don't they don't mind. Um, but they do not want irresponsible activity again. And it might be on the surface, but on the reverse, what have happened to, to me anyway I think there might be, you know, it does help the balance sheet of the banks. But on the other hand, what this this is actually happening, um, it might be also indicate that there might be something even bigger, much, much bigger coming along. And I think that is definitely the case because I think um, like 2008, 2009, the bond market is going to play up. Uh, uh, some implosion later on, which I'll talk about a bit later on. And I think that the regulators see this coming and basically ask the bank, you know, have a lot more reserve just in case. Because they have to already support smaller companies, you know, give out loans. Um, possibly a lot of them couldn't be repaid, but the government will pay them back 80% or whatever, uh, provided um, by each uh, financial regulator in each country. Um, but that there will be a lot of bad you know, debts coming along, and this cut in dividends. I mean, case in point, especially I'm Hong Kong Chinese, and HSBC is quite big in Hong Kong. And for the older generation, they always buy that for you know, uh, for the dividends because it's quite steady dividends. Um, not fantastic the last couple of years, but at least it's steady coming out. But this time it's been cut. A lot of people moans about it, and the price basically dropped down a lot. And uh, this basically, you know doesn't help its credibility, but also China, um, HSBC have, uh, I think most likely it seems to stand the charter as well, like any banks in Southeast Asia has the same issue. Um, they draw their profits mostly in Asia and mostly in this case in uh, in China. HSBC is exposed a lot 
and a lot of bad loans coming out and um, I don't think uh, it will be um, unwise for them to not to pay dividends you know, I think they probably have to face a lot more um, banking issue uh, in Southeast Asia um, than in, uh, um, in Europe I mean the, the, the bad debt is not just a Chinese thing it's all around the world now especially I think in Europe in America a lot of them is not going to pay so a lot of bond defaults happening so that that is what I sort of sound I mean feel a bit fishy on that one you know it sounds a good idea to not pay out dividends and you know, keep, keep your balance sheet stronger for the banks but you know, the implication of that maybe you know there's some something else and why is only October why is it not for all of this year maybe next two years or something why is only just you know limited to the next six months or something or nine months is that they going to see something in just this nine months a lot of things happening. So um, second half this year, a lot more problems. I don't know. But just, just a bit fishy to me. Well, basically, that is the, the, the update. But um, over the, of course, the uh, last couple of weeks, I also say I've done some quarterly review internally. <coughs> and uh, here's some of my uh, upticks. So um, from last week, I already talked about the quit oil. So just... Uh, um, um, I'm not going to talk about much about it, but the the, the main thing here now is basically the bas- the black swan event. Okay, for me, Asia, the coronavirus is a black swan event, which I talked about already, and uh, it's a great rhino for the rest of the world. Basically, they've seen how China and um, Japan and uh, South Korea has to handle um, the virus, as well as Southeast Asia, and nothing much seems to have you know scared the. Europeans and Americans until it basically landed the virus landing in, in uh, uh, Italy uh, in early March and everything just you know uh, uh, late February and everything just got bananas from there but it just shows how much that you know um, the view of the virus compare you know the west and the, and the east I think because mo- mostly the source that happens in Southeast Asia back in 2003 really scares the Chinese and Southeast Asians and they have something to prepare for it. But uh, the West of the world, because they they are death tolls around the world but not as much as uh, in Southeast Asia, they, they didn't take too much you know view on that. It's just saying it's very much uh, an uh, a, uh, Asian thing. You know, just like Donald Trump came on saying and blaming everybody else. And fair enough, it's not from US and it's not from Europe, but... You know, when when things happen, a pandemic happens, it, it no no fronts. It just gonna affect human beings for stop. Blame is not gonna help anyone. And um, what it also shows a lot of how how badly the West is um, prepared for a pandemic, even though it has um, a lot better, in my view, on health service around uh, than the, the Asians. Um, it's just you prepared. They probably have been prepared better for like maybe chemical attack or some sort of you know dirty bomb nuclear device because they've been talking about it, um, but not a pandemic. And just look at how how this happened, you know, this this year so so far, you know, this two three months, you know, caused worldwide lockdown because that seems to be working in China and Southeast Asia, and um, the lockdown causes, of course, the people cannot go to work, so. Supply chain basically because service is more of a manufacturer hub, they couldn't manufacture things. And because it's globalization, um, one chain lead to another, so 
a lot of supply just could could couldn't be manufactured. And then you have, of course, people locking indoors and you know food scare. They don't have enough food. They panic buy and those kind of thing. And uh, now people are going coming back out in in China in Asia. Is hopefully, uh, in general, um, coming back out to work. But how long does it take for people to you know slowly ramp back up again? And and this is this is a big big question for me. But as far as I'm concerned, the virus things is really a black swan event, and it's exposed how much. How much weakness in the health service? The health service that um, I mean, especially in UK as well, has been cutting just like police, cutting, 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 and uh, and the uh, health um, uh, professionals have been asked to do a lot more, a lot more, uh, with much support, and many people quit the the health profession. Um, <clears throat> I think it's about time for the world, you know, to think of you know what happened if we have a pandemic again. You know, is their own uh, health service ready to? To take on things, you know, to forget about even coronavirus, just common flu, but uh, a bad flu, you know, that happens almost every year. Can they actually cope? Especially, I mean, the bigger the country, the worse it get. Look in America, um, how how can they cope? And uh, and the other thing about the virus, it brings out the bad things in us that we seem to have uh, <coughs> fighting for resources, and uh, of course, um, human life. Doesn't matter if it's Chinese or Americans or Russians or you know, you know, UKs or Europe's or Latin Americans. They are human life and everybody at the end of the day just try to save themselves, which is fair enough. But then um all, all this about sharing, uh it's gone out the window. But also expose that, you know, all this um globalization. You do need uh some sort of localized uh manufacturing capabilities. Not all about cost. Otherwise, you have this problem now. Face masks mostly okay. Uh, M three one uh, manufacture a third of it in um, U.S., but the rest is spread around the world, mostly in Southeast Asia. And uh, I say it's a private company, so it do its business and do find the cheapest cost. But don't seem to have. Um, of course, this coronavirus is exposed that it has not been able to produce enough just for American market. So Donald Trump invoked a wartime. Um, law to say okay, forcing any company to produce stuff for for them for for um, for the sake of the of the country. So in this case, basically, M3 are to you know send all his stuff back to uh, America as soon as possible uh, to to help uh, his health uh, organization, which is fair enough. But also, um, what what shows up is I mean, some of the face masks that was um, paid for and uh, destined for German government for the health. Uh, um, uh, sector has been uh, confiscated uh, in Bangkok. I don't know why in Bangkok, but it just seems to have gone there, and then you know shipped to the American. Uh, I I thought this like it shows up. You know, at the end of the day, it's like every man to himself, and Donald Trump um, shows that up a lot more. So I think, I think, I mean, on the whole, you can step back and look at this. We all need to have some sort of uh, localized manufacturing capabilities. Yes, it costs a lot more. Uh, than Southeast Asia because it's cheaper manufacturing over there. But in case of crisis, we do need our local um, 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 uh, capabilities to to generate stuff. So this is similar to to the oil, which America have done pretty well. Um, last time by eighty six, eighty seven, they got you know really you know call of guard so to speak, and uh, it uh, basically now generate a lot more oils internally. It has been doing so for you know you know increasing efficiency and you know, a better build and all sorts of stuff in America for a long time, 
and now um yeah is able to supply itself and um also us uh, become a uh, net importers uh, exporter as well so so that is the type of things I think people around the world need to start thinking about the other thing is um, I mean this is just like a saw things all right traveling last time was the air air travel spreading you know SARS victims around the world um, the the good thing or bad things about SARS is once you call it you more or less you know quite high popular um, is the, the the symptom shows up very quickly so people can you know lock you down or track down very quickly and okay there's a lot of death due to the SARS virus last time but this time around same thing with the traveling but a lot of people apparently from what I read probably a lot of you have read about it as well some people just carry the virus around just like a normal flu so it's very difficult to for any authority to stop those the virus going around by the time the forest uh, spread you know and um, uh, so in the news and each country start uh, lockdown you know stopping um, Asians or Chinese you know, arriving at the doorstep um, it's already gone too late because of the travel and also the other thing is the Chinese New Year it happens especially now with it's not a year, just a yearly event that it um, the Chinese go back from the city back to rural area back to their own, own hometown to celebrate Chinese New Year, but the middle class have got a lot more money nowadays. So what do they do? Instead of going back home every every year, some of them choose to go out to another country, and um, and because of this virus, uh, a lot of people actually maybe carrying it with very mild, you know middle or very mild symptoms most likely and the airport you know traveling industry and authority let them through because you know it's fine nobody says it's SARS or something so a lot of them like e- even if they have no symptoms of carrying some virus is traveling around the world and spreading around the world and you look at the I've been mean, looking at just the map in Europe um, the the highest death tolls and um, and also the highest detected rate of the SARS of uh, the coronavirus um, you see, it's mainly it's the big cities. The big cities that people travel to, you know, France, Paris, you know, Madrid, Spain, Italy, Rome, those kind of area, and, and things around those places. And uh, in the US, New York City, you know, th- those kind of places area. Um, it's really where a high level of travel, uh, tourism happens. And uh, of course, the Asian travel. And also remember, Asia in Asia, not just in China, but all around Asia as well. There's a lot more Europeans, Americans, you know, Caucasians, you know, actually working there. And when they, you know, they travel too, they go home too. And that causes, you know, just even spread of, of the virus a bit more. Nobody knows it's, um, this virus so um, so infectious, so to speak. And a lot of people carrying it without even knowing it. And just spreading around. And um, it basically just shows again when the virus comes pandemic happens traveling is another thing that causes issue you know the air travel and this time you got also the cruise ship as well the other cruise ship about bringing up uh, a memory is how they actually spread in uh, the SARS in in Hong Kong uh, there was one incident in the building that um, uh, lower floor you know in Hong Kong there are a lot of hot right buildings um, the lower floor, I think, um, they were having, you know, uh, outbreak of SARS, and they, you know, blocked the lower floor, and nobody's allowed in and out, you know, treating, treating people locally back in their own home, those kind of things. But um, then suddenly they spread, spread to the top uh, higher floors as well, and um, 
um, it, it was quite bad. The whole building basically locked down and stuff. But after the event and people start studying, it's because um, they, they found out that the way that um, some buildings are built are quite are slightly different. But most of all, it's the toilet system. In the rest, they have the U-Ban. In UK, you have the U-Ban, you know, in where, where you do the you know, toilet bowl and flush out the, the, the uh, to, uh, dirty water. That amount of water that's stuck in the U-Ban is helping you know, the air coming out from the common uh, pool, you know, wastewater duct and pipes, you know, the, the, the bad air coming back up. In that particular thing in, in China, I mean Hong Kong, it um, some of those um, um, uh, toilet bowl doesn't doesn't have a U-Bend, and um, that's how the, um, the authority, health authority in Hong Kong think is spread. And and this is a similar thing I think in cruise ship as well in as so as uh, a travel industry. If you have one that is inside the uh, um, um, either an airplane or in a cruise ship, because the the way they share the you know the the waste system, the bad air, the dirty air from the waste come out and it just go to spread, and everybody who uses that same system able to you know quite easily catch it. So that's another thing, not just about traveling, the way that the waste is being more, um, being being looked after is also also a key point as well, and uh, I hope the the authority around the world, health authority around the world, is start noticing those those kind of stuff. But also the other thing that that sort of comes up to me anyway is like I, I've been saying this before. I mean, uh, <clears throat> um, about the market, the market can go up and as well as go down. People just sometimes only have a view of you know making money when the market's going up. When the market is going down, you should able to learn. You should learn how to make money. Okay, so when the market is coming down, you can make money and make a living out of it. Maybe more than more than usual. And I don't quite understand people keep on just saying, you know, I only use trend foreign system, you know, going up or have a strategy. You only know, to buy, uh, or, or not buy and hope, but you know, only when the market is going up. You can you can short the market. I'm sure. A lot of people make lots of money when the market's going up, but you know when the market's going down, when everything's tanking, a lot of people quietly making lots of money. And why can't we do that? That's that's one thing I want to want to want to ask. You know, people think think about it, because what this leads down to is something that I think I I have teed out ages ago. <clears throat> I think now it shows up a lot more because of these coronavirus things. Is if you have more control of your financial um, um, income. You have you know better better way to look after yourself. In this case, what happened? You lose your job. You have this virus here. You have a big lockdown around the country, and not you know, not just going around the world. And a lot of people, what American, what last two three weeks there's like almost ten millions people you know claiming um, jobless claim and stuff you know gone out of out of work. And in in Europe as well, around the world, a lot of people suffer. So if you have some sort of means to make money. While the market is down, or doing online, or doing side hustle, so if you lose your main job, at least you got some money here. You can go buy some food, you know, to look after yourself. What this virus shows up is, you know, when your job, when everybody goes for a job, and that job, that meaning comes suddenly stop, shut down. What are you going to do about it? Is the government going to help you? Maybe up to a point, but if you're like America, like the rest of the world now, with so many people out of job. What can they do? You know, and how long does it take for them for the money to come into your bank account, and how much can they help you? 
you know that that creates something that really make make me think back ages ago when I was promised something, and you know at 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 work and it didn't turn up, and then I was you know turn you know kicked a couple of times, and that just make me you know start to think outside the box. That's why you know I, I do um, <coughs> trading outside, as well as you know um, buying by um, um, letting houses you know rental to students those kind of thing. Just start to go outside the box, outside the normal job facility. So you need to you see, people need to start to think about side hustling. What we used to do, I mean, before before the manufacturing jobs and you know quite big company jobs become a a norm. You know, back to our grandparents' time, you know, even our parents' time. A lot of them have some side side things going on. You know, why why not? We we should continue to do that. And then when your main income, your main job comes to a halt, at least you can make some money on the side, able to you know put some f- sort of food, some food uh, on the table, and you can you know continue um, at a lower level, but at least you're able to continue. So I think this virus basically have you know taken a lot of uh, um, you know. That, that kind of things, you know, on the table and showing yourself up and then people should, I think, in my view, just start to think about it. Um, um, for, 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 for me here is that, that that's the main thing. Um, also, what happens is last two years or so, or three, well, almost four now, Donald Trump, when they come to the scene, what did he, what did he do? I mean, I, I, I'm nothing against... President Donald Trump, but the way that he brought himself forward into the world stage, it's very much bullying tactics. You know, uh, going around the world telling his, you know, friend, friends and folks alike, you know, I don't like this. I walk away. I don't like this. I destroy whatever we agree before. Uh, you know, torn into pieces and start again. And to to me, because I think you know, American got a lot more. Purchasing power, so this military power, <coughs> a lot of other countries because of the globalization need America. So it's all about the pressure and start working again, you know, with them. But the deals, whatever comes out from Donald Trump, is not that much better anyway, to, in my view. But then it causes a lot of anxiety between, you know, between uh, different teams, you know, different countries. It's very much like me, I'm having, uh, let's say, a big business. I'm bullying or I'm pushing my supplier to give me, you know, as low as cost as possible. And then um and burning them and, and, and not paying them on time and do all sorts of things. Of course the the mind, the the supplier would just say, Okay, this this you know, me being so bad in paying and cause so much trouble, so much issue, they would go out and buy some uh, go to another investigate to to start another stream of uh uh, another client, so to speak, you know, to 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 give them more income, you know, and then when when things happen, when I gone down because I'm being so bad before, you think the suppliers could help you? Then just say no, I don't demand this. This on on paper, this on law, uh, this our agreement. Give it or I sue you. Or I'm gonna make you bankrupt. And and that that is gonna happen. And that's what's happening around the world to me anyway. It's coming from this Saudi Arabian Russian spat. Basically, it's just say you know this is not this oil production problem is not Donald Trump stuff. I think it's been successive governments been slowly building up a strategic reserve uh, capability in U.S. But it comes to I think last um, three four years, uh, uh, America is more an exporter than an importer of oil. And <coughs> but basically, you see 
Saudi and Russians been doing or the OPEC, OPEC plus been doing its job, but US is not doing its job. So Saudi basically just say, okay, let's let's kick everybody, let's flood the market, and I think more of that is going to happen. And this problem with the the mask that is uh, created by M3 is destined for the German market, but then got confiscated and sent to US. Okay, the US need that just like anybody else. So is the German, but German went out and and, and purchased it. And also there's news that you know because of the scarcity of the health equipment, the mask and clothing, example, example. A lot of them has been uh, beat, you know, uh, uh, bought by a higher higher bidder, and a lot of companies from America. Um, <coughs> fair enough, but then it sort of shows how much you know each country uh, needs things, and uh, somehow U.S. is always in there somehow, and then it just make people think, you know, other countries will start to think, okay, I need to have my local uh, infrastructure, I need to have my local. Uh, in relationship with maybe other countries, work closer with other countries, and a bit more less with America or a country that is not helping them. You know, especially in the time of crisis. I think that will probably come, and that's them from from what I see. So, so slowly and surely, I think. Uh, sorry to say this, but I think um, under the leadership of Donald Trump, it shows this up. So other countries will slowly work more closely together. And basically, you know, try to defend themselves against America, America corporatism, America bullying, or the cowboyish thinking. You know, uh, I hope it never, never happens. But I mean, it, it might because people just think, okay, we need something too, especially now in the in the time of needs and virtuals around. Your your American life is is important as Chinese or German's life, but everybody needs you know some. Equipment. Let's share. Let's work together rather than me first, me first, me first. This American first. It shows up that you know, just about job. It's also about his own needs. My me first, and I don't think it's, it play really well um, in the world market at all. Okay, that that's just my view. <coughs> um, the other things is um, yeah, the jobless figures really scares me in the U.S. and uh, so many jobs has been lost. I just wonder how much the American um, government or uh, financial authority can keep on giving people money. Um, and where are they going to put the money to? I mean, I don't know. People buy food, most likely. Food. Are they going to pay any debt? No. Are they going to pay any rent? Probably not. They're going to keep keep the food first. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, because it's huge jobless uh, figures, I think there's a lot more problems coming up in uh, in America. And also in Europe as well. I mean, the lockdown is not just American thing or Chinese things. It's around the world, and um, it's gonna happen. Happens a lot more, and we just have to wait and see. So, f- this is just a summary of what I saw so far, and um, this is just my take. Okay, my um, from second quarter of, for this year. So first of all, obviously the bear market we all know knows is here. There's some probably bear market rebound and stuff, but I think it's gonna be. Here to stay at least next this year, next year. I mean, normally, normally when the bull markets last for seven, eight years, and then bear market lasts, you know, twelve, eighteen months. But we have got a uh, a bull market that last ten, almost eleven years. So I expect, uh, you know, the the downtime probably a bit longer. So I'm expecting about maybe two years. So this year, next year, probably, you know, quite bad. And um, and it would be much bigger. I mean, look at the bailout. It used to be in billions. Yeah, news 
around the world reported. Oh, and billions, billions, billions here, billions there. Now we talk about trillions. It's only just the start. You know, I think it'll be you know hundreds of trillions. And this time it's not just Americans around the world now. It'll be a lot of debts. You know, a lot of borrowing from around uh, around the world's financial regulator authorities um, to try to just you know help his own country. So as far as I'm concerned, this um, bear market is here to stay. So what I said before about shorting the market. Um, you should learn about you know shorting the market as far as I'm concerned and take this skill and need to make money out of it. Secondly, the oil, you know, crude oil, which I said last time is more you know sideways because of the economic around the world uh, is not good, especially with trade war and everything else, and the world economy is slowing down anyway. But with the Saudis, you know, kicking the teeth of you know all all countries you know who needs oil, uh, who export oil, not need oil. Um, <clears throat> I think this basically just got to um, make the of course the pro the crude oil price have gone down a lot already, but still more like a sideways trade. So it's gone back down to between you know, thirty twenty to thirty dollars range, maybe thirty five, but it's going to be sideways up and down here. I don't see much of an uptick. On that, there's some drastic action by um OPEC and OPEC Plus and Plus American to drive the price up, but I don't see it go back to forty fifties. Yeah. I, I really don't. I think it's more stay around the 30, 30 US dollars mark, that kind of thing. So, low crude oil price is here to stay. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is uh, gold and silver, where I say it will go up, but I don't know how much. But lately, because of the coronavirus, there's news that um, around the world, um, people, because of lockdown, they cannot go to work, and a lot of mine they shut down now, um, yeah, for health reasons. So, the physical. Um, Delivery of gold and silver obviously hampered, but that I think applies to all mines. So also the mining activity had to stop because when you're inside a mine, you're very close proximity to each other, very bad ventilation. You know you don't want to spread the disease, which is fair enough. Um, but then you know how how long will it takes to ramp up those production again? I don't know. It would take probably you know months. So for for the time being, I think uh, gold and silver. Even though it has been you know up and down, I think probably there's a bottom there around. From what I see, is fourteen fifty area. So so long that it's not broken, I still you know I still think that there's still legs as far as I'm concerned. Gold and silver, and plus the, of course there's you know bear market which I already say about. Um, gold and silver should should come up slowly, but I don't know how much. But I definitely stay stay with gold and silver. And. Um, <clears throat> The the low demand, of course, of course, due to the the lockdown and um, the fallout of it, is just going to be you know takes some more time, and um, this going to basically um, I don't know how it's going to play out. You I mean China slowly coming back up again, start working, but how much people is actually go back to the workforce? We don't know. The other problem is there's also reintroduction of the virus through returning citizens. From outside country who are suffering from the disease, you know, going back to, to to China, and to Hong Kong. So um, I think that that's the kind of problem, not just for the Chinese or Asians, it's for around the world. You know, people coming back from whatever country they are from, or traveling, work, whatever. After lockdown, there probably may be a second wave of the disease coming up, and this is what worries me most. You know, um, the black swan event. I mean, for for me. Who who said that you know the this virus you know in the last three four months we basically based that on the SARS virus or the flu virus, but what happened you know if something slightly different, 
you know, let's say start longer, or perhaps the reintroduction of the forest back into each affected area. We already have, you know, you know, control of the forest, like like like, like China, because people are going back to work there. Remember, a lot of people may be carrying the symptoms, and it's not really showing the symptoms. You know, or let's say that everybody stay at home or stay where they are for six months, maybe even a year. Okay, that might sort of stop it happening. But then what happened? What does that do to the world economy? I don't know. So as far as I'm concerned, this black swan event maybe collects, uh, and maybe some something else might crop up. I don't know. We just have to. I'm just worried about that one myself. Um, thirdly, I think um, the other thing we have seen so far is the because people are locked down, what do they do? They stay at home, they buy and sell things on at home. So eBay, those kind of stuff, Zoom conferencing, you know, Netflix. I mean, my children watch a lot more you know, Netflix and stuff. And online shopping, so what I say, or probably online gambling, online dating as well, conferencing, the, the Zoom course, and of course the, the food delivery service, you know, the delivery in, in UK, and, and also a lot of company in a food industry only do delivery now in 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 in, uh, in, in UK. Um, so that probably a benefit as well. So those ones definitely got some legs and continue to trade on that on. <coughs> and the, the other thing is also, okay, it's, it's not really for, for me to say I'm, I'm a trend follower, but for, for me really is, if you, uh, because I try to marry some fundamental into that as well, I say now is the best of time to actually watch some very strong company. The company that have very strong balance sheets. Now, especially the bear market is going to happen for the next, I don't know, another year, year and a half or so. We got time to research big, strong company, how they cope. They probably come out in the news and we can just take a bit on, on the balance sheet and how, how they come up with the, the reports of the, you know, the fi- financial report over the coming six months or, or 12 months or so. See those one that is actually, you know, staying, have the staying power, have the, have the enough resource to cope with this problem because those are the one with the strong balance sheet that bounce first. So I would basically, I'll marry these two, you know. At the moment, I'm watching some um, shares are with the strong balance sheet. They all gone down the tank just like everybody else. So as far as trend falling concern is, you know, short the bugger. But on the other hand, is get ready for this type of companies with strong balance sheets, have a good, you know, um, people who needs the products. And then when the market turns, which inevitably will, maybe a year or two, maybe, you know, it takes a bit long, long time to, to, to do this. But at least you can watch those and slowly see how they react and use trend following to see when the uptakes it. And when it start uptakes, it will move. And um, not just because of the trend, but also because of the demand. And because also the strong balance sheets, the company have got, you know, fundamental behind it. So when they actually move up, I think be much stronger. And at least also long lasting as well. So for those uh, people who only use trend following on the buy side, you know, now it's also time to do the research to watch out who is the next big mover, who is the big leader. No one knows, but only those one with the strongest balance sheet with means will survive. Those ones survive probably go first. And maybe those ones you should put in your portfolio for your pensions or long term long long term plan. And those are the time, you know, this is the time to actually look at those. Like food industry, Microsoft, um, last time I talked about Delta Airline. Now suddenly uh, we heard news that um um uh, uh Warren Buffett is selling the, the Delta Airline stuff as well. I don't know why but uh, but as far as I'm concerned the same strategy apply. You know, those ones with strong balance sheets 
and within uh, we will stay and those only the services that people really need will also stay as well at the moment it's being tanked you know it's been kicked to the teeth but all things being equal the one with the deepest pocket the one with the staying power will survive and picked up all the carcasses of those one with the less capable co- companies pick up the resources and they will just fly okay so remember Amazon I mean that's the case in, in points back in the dot-com bubble it's just like blow you know all into pieces but still here but remember lastminute.com is not here anymore you know tom.tom tom.com in Hong Kong is gone you know who had the strongest staying power the ones actually making money able to support itself and have good reserve and also expand Amazon expand not just selling books anymore it's into all sort of things and how who would you think a, a book a company who is selling books is in the cloud computing industry or streaming you know that that's the type of things that, that we look for once you have got the same power and you do diverse and start you know getting more multiple income stream the company thrive and the uh, stock will go up as well so those are the time I think you know this is now the time to have to think of those stuff and prepare yourself and see what happens. And um, that basically, the, the other thing is um, the dollar index. <coughs> I personally feel it's tanking. All these trillions of dollars that's been you know, uh, pumped into the market by the US Fed and US government. And it's this only just the beginning. So, okay, yeah, the US dollar index seems to have gone back up to 100 now. But... I doubt how long it would last because there's a lot more money, you know, U.S. dollars coming out, flooding the market. And uh, this year's going to, you know, cause us U.S. purchasing, uh, dollar purchasing power to come down and down and down and down. And until one day, it cannot pay its interest. The what happened to American dollars? You default. I hope it never happens, but, you know, if you keep on pumping U.S. dollars, keep on borrowing, your interest payment will kill you. This alone can kill the American dollar. And how long will it take? I don't know. God knows. But if this trillions of dollars printing school continuing, it will happen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we haven't even talked about the baby boomers' needs for retirement. When they sell the stock market, when they need the $100 per week or whatever, $1,000 a month or whatever, you know, basic that minimum they need, they're not going to listen to the stock market or government. They need the money. They need to survive. And the other one is, of course, when they get older, what happened? Healthcare. That was a big, big holes. Two big holes. I don't know how the American can solve it. I don't think they can solve it. I mean, what can they do? A lot more people is needing those problems. Just like the forest. Okay? It's like SARS. Only you know, a couple of hundreds, a couple of thousand people caught it and died. Now we've got millions of them. Millions of people infected by the coronavirus. Okay, not as bad, you know, death-wise. But it affects a lot more people. The world have to cope. It's difficult to cope. Just look at this in the sense of the uh, baby boomers coming from around the world, especially in Europe and America. They all need the paycheck. They all need the little money, you know, the the pension pension money and the health um, deteriorating. That is a big, big problem, but also big opportunities, you know, providing for the older people. That's a big industry. Um, Dan Payne has been talking about a long time, you know, healthcare, especially for the one who can afford it. You can make lots of money. 
But at the end of the day, there's also, also the problem here. We've seen, we've seen it happen already now in this coronavirus, so many deaths. With so many people coming on age to become a uh, older generation, old people kick the bucket, dying. Where are you going to bury all these people? I don't know. You go burn them all, or you go to give a little, you know, box space to bury them. I don't know. This this is a worldwide phenomenon. I don't know what happened. But you know, if you think of that that type of thinking, there's a lot more things going on here that needs dollars and. Americans just keep on printing some more dollars. The Americans long term making dollars tanking. That's as far as I'm concerned. And leading on to that, people think I mean the bear market's happening here, everybody go to the bond market. But I think the Americans playing the similar tricks here again. I mean, this bought to me by other people commenting, I read about it as well. Back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, everybody got so scared of the, you know, financial market instability in the bear market and stuff. They go into bond market. That means it enabled the American government to sell a lot more government bonds at very low interest payment. Okay, so the cost is very low and a lot more demand. Okay, and therefore it can offer is basically use that to cover uh, its own uh, um, needs to pay you know, internally or whatever type of things you need to do. But the cost of actually borrowing money is very low. This time round. Well, the Chinese not coming to rescue. First of all, you piss them off with the trade. Secondly, they have their own problem. They their own economy is slowing down. Thirdly, they see how, you know, the Americans, you know, doing things with uh, with some partners around the world. It really scares them. And um, the 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 other thing is, um, this time the bond market is um, what is much more diverse as far as I'm concerned. You know, a lot of companies issue out bonds. That now because the lockdown, the company just couldn't manufacturing or pro- produce a service or products to you know sell and therefore able to you know service its debts. So what happens? A lot more ex- uh, implosion, you know, a lot more defaults coming. And bond market is the biggest market in the world. I think even bigger than the financial market out of the forex market. So what happened then? And this just talking about U.S. dominated bonds. What about around the world? You know, this bond market thing is gonna collapse. As far as I'm concerned, well, now probably in the next you know six months, twelve months time, as more and more con- companies around the world who issue U.S. dollars domain debts and couldn't service it, it would just keep on collapsing and collapsing and collapsing and snowballing. And pension funds got to get hurt because pension buying the bonds because of this, you know, good stable interest payment. But you know, I I just wonder how how the bond market will turns out. So that's another another problem. That to me is not a black swan. To me, it was a great one. If me uh, can see this coming, I'm sure American government can see it coming, and maybe around the world the the financial regulator see that coming too. That's why asking the bank, you know. To be, you know, have more reserve just to cope with this kind of thing because you might have to take quite a bit of haircut because banks now interlocking each other, buying each other debts, you know, and um, in the 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 European banks need to have more reserve just to cover this as well. So that 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 could be it. And this is why I say early on, uh, it's about to be fishy when the U UK and Europe um, 
regulator, financial regulator telling banks not to pay with dividends and stuff. Um, so this is basically my two cents worth, my, you know, my for Q1 review and uh, looking into Q2. And um, next is will be my usual uh, sample portfolio update. So I'll speak to you soon. Okay, first off the bat is Apple. Short term is a sell, medium term is neutral, long term is a sell. Amazon, short term is a buy, medium term is neutral, long term is neutral. So same as last week. Um, Aussie dollar against US dollar is short term is a buy, short and medium term is a sell. Brand crude, short term is a buy, long term is a sell, short term is a sell. Crude oil, short term is a buy, medium term is a sell, long term is a sell. So the recent ups of the crude oil last uh, Friday and Thursday basically pushed the short term system, my short term system up. And um, I don't know how long it lasts because at the moment uh, it's just talking from Donald Trump. If there's no cut from America, I don't think Saudi Labour is going to do anything. So uh, we just have to see. Um, after that, next is DAX. Short term is a buy, long term is a sell, medium term is a sell. Dow Jones, long term is a buy, oh sorry, short term is a buy, long term and short term is a sell. FTSE, um, same as last week, all this, um, short term is a buy, long term, medium term is a sell. Gold, um, short term is a buy, medium term is neutral, long term is a buy also. Hang Seng, short term is a buy, short and medium term is a sell. Nasdaq, medium term is a buy, short term, I'm sorry, short term is a buy, medium term is neutral, long term is a sell. Nikkei, short term now changed from last week from buy to sell, and medium term is a sell, long term is a sell. So I think this one is uh, changed over because I think the, the yen is uh, slightly calm. Uh, strengthening again. Silver, um, short term is a buy, long term is a sell, medium term is a sell. US dollar against the Chinese yuan uh, is a buy across the board. So short term is a buy, long term is a buy, medium term is a buy. So that basically means, um, uh, as far as I'm concerned at the moment, uh, the yuan is um, weakening against the US dollar. But how long will it last with the American keep on printing money? Um, the yuan property, the Chinese yuan property will strengthen, but just have to wait and see. Next is uh, US dollar against Japanese yen. So like I said before, the, um, similar to Nikkei, short term is a sell, medium term is neutral. Long term is also neutral now as well. Um, next after that is British pound against Japanese yen. Short term is a buy, medium and long term is a sell. British pound against US dollar. Short term is a buy, long and medium term is a sell. Bitcoin is still a buy in short term, neutral, medium term, and long term is a sell. TLT, long term is a buy, medium term is neutral, short term is a buy. So there's not much change this week except a couple of sales become a buy, so short term wise. So I do expect the market may be going sideways now, just very much like somebody fall off a window um, you, or from a tall building. I don't expect them to actually you know, start keeping 
walking and then you know jump up and down doing his normal stuff. So probably a bit of a bounce in the market for the next couple of weeks, maybe months. But then who knows what happens? I think the economy gonna come in. Hopefully by then the the peak of the death of um, caused by coronavirus have peaked uh, in America as well as around the world, and uh, sorry things coming back into play. But we just have to wait and see because I I do think first six months probably shut down more or less in in 2020. And then the next six months is slowly things ramping up, but then we found a lot of things are not in supply because first six months around the world, many people is in lockdown, production is slow, and um, there may not be, you know, then probably businesses all running around, but a lot of small ones probably could, couldn't stand it because nobody has so much, not many people have much money reserved to keep having um, people uh, on the payroll, the government try or promise the earth, but how much can they actually produce and how fast is is uh, crucial for especially a small company who run on the shoestring. They just cannot keep on having people on the books, uh, um, have to pay the rent, have to pay all the bills, and then the governments uh, give you help, and then the help actually takes six months to materialize, and then every time of it. Every step is scrutinized. You know that that's not gonna happen. You know, um, I hope none none of that happens. I hope you know the world just you know do a free ship bounce. But from what we see in two thousand and eight, it won't be a free ship. It'll be a slow ground to the halt and then slowly climb back up again. So um, we're still coming down at the moment. As far as I'm concerned, the market is not finished. This down market is not finished, and there's a lot more worse to come yet, especially the bond market. So we just uh, wait and see. So that's the end of my this week's podcast. Sorry, on midweek there's no podcast last week. Um, just been busy. So uh, hopefully I'll be back to normal schedule next week, and I speak to you soon. Bye for now.